Welcome to the Whip It Out podcast with Nicole and Sophie, the dog grooming podcast with sass. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Hello all, all creatures great and small, and welcome to the Whip It Out podcast with me, Nicole, and Sophie James. Hello, hello. How is everybody? This week seems like so long ago that we last chatted. Do you not think? Like... I just feel like it's dragging at the moment. I don't know if it's lockdown. I don't know if it's just like the fact that Christmas is upon us or what it is. I just feel like time is going a bit slowly. I'm actually closed at the minute. So I think that's probably why as well. And you're not working either. So I think when you're not working, time always goes a little bit slower. But there is a lot of people that are still at work. So yeah yeah and I also find at the moment I'm trying not to look at my phone in the evenings or trying not to watch as much tv so I'm crafting and I feel like that makes the time feel longer because you're just like yesterday it was seven o'clock and I felt like it was 10 at night I was like oh I've still got a few hours before I have to hit the sack (laughs) (laughs) so we've added a few great things this week haven't we so we've had a little bit of a conflab We've gathered together and we've thought, you know what, we're going to start putting in some James Corden-esque on the Late Late Show type segments into our podcast just to enthuse the fun and bring out the fun. Yeah, we're going to do carpool karaoke. All sorts. No, we're not. You wish. You wish. Anything to get you singing, Sophie. I I love it. uh, Any of you notice, Sophie likes the limelight and we're both uh, a very, very avid fans of musical theatre yes yes I think it's fair to say Nick that it's not just me that likes the limelight you like the limelight all right all right that's enough from you so anyway back to me (laughs) (laughs) so what are we talking about this week Nick what are we talking about well there was a very interesting post on the groomer this week and that was posted by our very own Ryan Lee that seemed to get quite a lot of attention and it was his unpopular opinion and his unpopular opinion this week was there are some dogs that come into the salon that are so difficult and nasty no matter how accommodating patient or kind you are in your handling sometimes you just have to walk away and have a moment or you will actually probably kill them (laughs) it's obviously a figure of speech I'm sure he wouldn't actually kill them um but out of all the people that respond Bonded. I can't even see the number now, Nick. So, you see, 607 people said they agree with Ryan. Well, I actually um, have 611. Oh, wow. So you're, you're obviously in a few seconds ahead of me. I'm in the um, we have time zones here. I'm down south and she's up north. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're lagging behind. <laughs> but it has, it has actually got a lot of a mixed bag of opinions. Yeah. The holistic groomers have not let us down, Sophie. They have not let us down. They were in there like swimwear. (laughs) Our very own um, guest that we had on, um, Stephanie Zickman, commented. So she has said, and I think this is actually quite a, a very good way of putting it. So she's put, here's my honest opinion from the mouth of the holistic groomer. So there's no such thing as I don't get stressed, I don't get, or I don't get frustrated. And if anyone can honestly say they don't, then they aren't human. Of course, some dogs will frustrate you sometimes because we know that it would take half the time to remove a mat if only the dog could understand our assurances straight away. 
we aren't perfect and we all need to take a breather. Anyone who doesn't is playing with fire in one way. It's a one-way ticket to a burnout. So I think that's a realistic way to look at it is that we're all human. We're all going to get stressed. We all have bad days. And I think it's more of a case of knowing when to stop. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we all have buttons and they can be pushed and we're we're not invincible. So when you're grooming a dog, it could be anything. So we've got, for instance, we've got Kimmy. Um, Kimmy, I'm not sure how I'm going to pronounce your surname right. So Kimmy Kangagan, I'm not very good at this, but let me just say what she was going to say. She says, this dog wasn't aggressive and she's got a cute little either poodle or cockapoo there. And she says, it's just a spinner, a sitter, a jumper, a twister, a tap dancer. My last dog of a day on a last dog of a day on a slow day, but one where I had to an extremely late start due to how many staff we had had using the bath. I was so tired already, and he knocked my basket of newly sharpened shears off the table. Had to call in an emergency sharpener. Both of my curves were nearly ruined. I really wanted. I wanted to be really nice. I can't. I can't speak. Nicole can't, can't speak. speak. She's lost it. She's gone. She's gone, everybody. This is the demise of Sophie James. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, She's guys. Minutes. She's getting stressed. She's going to have to step yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is it. Tea. Start again. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is, she also then went on to comment saying that she doesn't want to be become known as being the one to handle aggressive or difficult dogs um and she goes on to say about her own medical conditions and and etc but i think that is somewhere where i can relate to um it's not necessarily the aggressive ones that will get um me on my last wit it's the ones that are that 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 wiggle on the table that that they just can't stop moving around and they're not listening and they're not aggressive but they're just difficult um and there's been plenty of times that as a non-smoker and a non-swearer I have wanted to swear and I have wanted to smoke <laughs> just to get that bit of a break because it's it is hard it is hard and you're not a bad person if you find it hard yeah and I think that it's not shameful or a failure to step away from a dog and say no I can't do that I think that it's really important that you might not want to be that person who wants to wrestle these aggressive dogs or these dogs that have been poorly trained you might just want to be that person who wants to do the nice ones all the time that's there's no shame in that if you want if that's how you want to run your business then power to you and you know like you said you don't want to be known as the groomer who does aggressive dogs because in turn then you will get the aggressive dogs recommended to you by other people so they'll say oh well sophie james she was fantastic with my aggressive dog you've got an aggressive yeah. dog mr smith in the park go to sophie james so then you start getting all of the aggressive dogs you're stressed all the time i get it i get why you wouldn't want to do that but i think it's also important to understand that we've all got different breaking points different limits me yeah. personally, I can deal with a dog who's trying to snap and bite at me better than a dog who constantly barks. The barkers drive me. Noise stress is the worst thing for me. I just, I wish I could just put in my Whip It Out podcast. <laughs> <laughs> plug, plug, plug. <laughs> my own sweet, sweet voice. <laughs> just, it is hard, isn't it? When they're just like barking, barking, barking. And... I'm sure there's, I see it kind of like a straw. 
And sometimes it can be the littlest thing and you're just like, nah, done with today, can't cope with that. And I think we've got to be honest about it and be honest where that limit is for different people. Any employers out there allow their um, employees to have a break, step away, swap dogs if needed to. Um, And if you work on your own, I can imagine that's really hard because sometimes you're the one who can't have someone to hold the dog for a little bit or you can't um, swap dogs or you can't um, literally get up and walk out because you're the only one that can groom it. Um, But there is a time when you say to a client, I can't do your dog. So how would you get away with that conversation, Nick? Have you ever had to do that? Um, Yes, I have. And bear in mind, I'm not a crier, right? I very rarely cry in the salon or over work or over anything. I'm emotional at home and with my family and with my friends. But in work, I it takes a lot for me to cry. Yeah. But I had this dog once and it was a Springer Spaniel. And still to this day, I've got like PTSD, I swear to God, right? <laughs> because this Spaniel was one of these Spaniels who, you know, leans all of its weight onto you. Um, it kept peeing everywhere. In hindsight, it was petrified. It was so petrified. And I was a very young and inexperienced groomer at the time. And I had I felt this massive pressure to just push on and make sure that I got this dog groomed because the last thing I wanted to do was go to the owner when you very first started grooming, you've taken this on, you're trying to build your business and go, I can't do it. Because to me, that was like, that's how it how I felt my voice would have come across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this dog, honestly, like it wasn't aggressive, it wasn't biting, it was just really just stressed. And then I was stressed, and the more stressed I got, the more distressed the dog got. And in the end, I literally I was sat on the floor of my grooming van with this wet Springer Spaniel covered in piss, going, I just can't do it anymore. And I just I literally went out with the dog soaking wet and I was like, I'm so sorry. I was just like, there's I cannot do, I cannot do your dog. Um, I've tried everything, he's really stressed, he keeps weeing everywhere. And I was building myself up to speak to these owners, and they were like, Don't worry, you love, you're the third groom we've had this week. Oh mate. <laughs> and I can't the- just thinking, oh my god, thank God. <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> That's the thing, though, isn't it? Is when clients aren't honest with you about their dogs as well, or they can't see any wrong that their dog could do. I had a dog um, bite one of um, our team, and then the owner was there standing with his chow when this dog bit one of our team. And then the owner rang up and said that I think it's out of order that you're not taking my dog. And we said, well, you were there when it was it bit the, the girl and they were like no it wasn't I never ever that dog has never bitten and it was in front of the owner the owner apologized for that dog biting that girl and you think what is wrong with them like like when owners lie it's the worst because you 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 can decide whether you can handle the dog and whether you're willing to handle the dog if they're honest with you if not they take that choice away and put you into bigger danger and I just think it's just not worth it. Like I used to always groom aggressive dogs. I used to love it. I used to see it as a challenge. I used to think, yeah, I'm the groomer that will never turn a dog away. I'm invincible. I can do any dog. <laughs> and I like, it was Ryan who said to me one day, he was like, I showed him a video of what a dog was doing. And he was like, why do you do it? 
Mm. Why do you do it? Yes, you might add an extra 20 quid on the groom, but one bite from that dog would put you out for ages. So it is hard. I I actually heard something really interesting. I was listening to um, Stuart and Julie's podcast, which monthly, and Stuart actually said from a completely different point of view, which I'd never thought about before, and I actually completely get it. He said he prefers for the owner not to tell them anything about the dog history because that way, when he gets the dog, it's like a clean slate between him and the dog and that he can assess that behaviour and judge that behaviour. Whereas if he already knows beforehand that the dog has aggressive tendencies, then he might approach the dog with some fear rather than confidence, which I can get. But I think for for that to work, you have to be a very experienced groomer and not be shit hot with your dog behaviour. And I think because you can't trust that everyone has that experience, yeah. I I personally disagree because I feel like if you knowledge is good, like the more you know, the more you because some dogs will not give any warning and they will just go. Mm-hmm. So I think like maybe maybe that's because I'm inexperienced as some people might think, but I've definitely had dogs that wag, wag, wag their tail. You get them in the bath and it's just literally as soon as they're in the bath, they go. And if you didn't know they were scared of being bathed, how would you know that that's going to happen? See, I, I, I tend to like Stuart's way of doing it because I, I get that. I always approach a dog that I know has been aggressive in the past with my body tensed up. It's like, for some people, you just cannot help approaching a dog that way. In, I always said that we have this one dog that's really aggressive that comes in every single time. We've worked with him and worked with him and worked with him. And we've got to the point now where we can groom him. He doesn't like it still. And he still will try and snap on occasion. And he's the worst dog that we, we do on a regular basis. But every time I finish that groom, I literally feel every muscle in my body untense because I've like subconsciously, unconsciously, tensed up every muscle in my body preparing to be bit so I think I do get where Stuart's coming from with that I think that's a really interesting point of view we could literally talk about this all day though there's there's like 73 comments on Ryan said there with people agreeing and disagreeing and going back and forth um but yeah. we haven't got all day and we really want to play our new game we do we do that's more exciting that's definitely more exciting and um, but maybe we'll get Stuart on one day and we can talk about that a little bit more in depth because I think it's quite an interesting subject um, and to see people's standpoint on it. So what is the game about, Nick? What is the game? So we have decided to do a sound game, which has involved us recording a mystery sound from inside the grooming salon. And what we want you guys to do is guess the sound. So introducing the game is Sophie James. Here it is. It's time for what, 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 what's that sound? Love it, love it, love it. We had some fun making them, didn't we, Nick? You have no idea how many times me and Sophie tried to harmonise. We tried all different things. We we started with guess that sound, <laughs> and we went to guess that sound, and it turned and, out we're not very good, are we, Sophie? No, we thought, like, when you when you sing, you feel like you're quite good and then you record it and you listen back and you go, yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> actually, I'm actually quite crap 
um yeah it didn't work so we, we decided to do the bad singers default and wrap it <laughs> yes mate <laughs> so anyway so the game so the rules the rules yeah so what we're going to do is obviously because this is a brand new game this is the first week we're going to play the sound today which is and we will play that a couple more times for you but before then we are going to make sure that we pop this sound up into the groomer group on Facebook. So if you're not a member of the groomer group, go on there. Uh, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be picking one person from the guesses. Might be right, might be wrong. We're going to play that sound live to them next week when we do our recording. And if you guess it right, what do they win? A whip it out mug. That's right. So it's it's a one in a million like me and nick don't even have one yet so like you really if you want this if you want to be part of the crew you want to give this the go so play that sound again nick and one more time for luck and there you have it so if you think you know what that sound is then make sure that you take your guesses on the whippet media page and the groomer group because that's the only place you can guess. And that's the only place that we're going to be contacting our people to come on and guess it live. So if you do, if the person doesn't get it right, it will roll over to the following week until somebody guesses that damn sound, which is... What is that? You couldn't get it, could you? So hard. I couldn't get it. And so Nick, Nick has been recording some of the sounds ready for this game. And I know all of you are smiling. And I can feel, even though we're recording this before it's gone out, I can feel you your positive vibes, people. You are with us on this game. You are enjoying this game. Yes, Nate. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, um, so yeah, so Nick played that to me. She sent in a WhatsApp a voice note. You know we love our WhatsApps. Our WhatsApp number is <laughs> 07520670797. Yeah, that was pre-recorded too. Anyway, so <laughs> Um, I am going to miss it, miss saying it every week, but however, we've got me on record. Um, but yeah, she sent me the voice note and um, I had about two or three guesses, didn't I, Nick? And I got them all wrong. You did. And this um, is quite nicely, though, into our next subject because Sophie was messaging me all day, taking these guesses. And I just kept, I was so busy because I was dealing with something. And she, I was going, no, 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 no. And then finally, at about six o'clock at night, she was like, right, Nicole. She didn't even say hello. Right, Nicole, you need to tell me what this sound is. I think I just, I rang you and I, all I said was, what's the sound? Yeah, you need to <laughs> I didn't say hello. No. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I, I need to know. And I was so busy dealing with a neighbour dispute, which is going to be our next subject topic. So... Before we move on to that one, we're going to play that sound for you one more time. Here it is. Is it driving you mad? I bet you there's so many people out there going, I know exactly what that is, but it's not as easy as it sounds. I can see them playing games in their grooming salons or um, wherever they are, and they're trying to test things out and saying, is it that, is it that, is it that, and keep doing it. So I'm really excited to see what people say. So what was this neighbour dispute, Nick? What happened? Oh, I have had an absolute mare. So um, I know that there's a lot of people out there because I've seen it plastered all over the Facebook groups who have similar issues to me. And whether you're a home groomer, a mobile groomer, or you have a shop, 
I've actually had this in my shop as well with a completely different neighbour. But for some reason, people do not like living near dog groomers. I can't imagine why. <laughs> because you would think a dog groomer is noisy, it's smelly. This is not what this neighbour has an issue with. It's the parking. The dreaded parking situation. And we've been dealing with this with a particular neighbour for the last 16 months now. And it's got to the point where... We are actually phoning the police for harassment because the amount of times the councillors come around our house is just ridiculous. So we really want to know what your neighbour disputes are. Have you ever had any problem, 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 problematic, problematic, that's it. Problematic, problematic neighbours. Have they made your life hell, neighbours from hell? Um, we want to know about those stories because my neighbour has accosted customers Mm -hmm. He has chased one of them down the street with his boot wide open in his car, then got out of his car and started ranting and raving. Um, he's taken customers' uh, registration plates. He's taken pictures of customers' cars. And we just want to be left the hell alone to earn a living. To earn so a living. wasn't it, Nick, today that um, the complaint was about cardboard boxes? Oh, God, yeah. So we had environmental health around because apparently they're had a neighbour um, neighbor complaint. I can't imagine who that could have been from. <laughs> and um, he said that the report was that we had waste in our back garden that was attracting rats. Now, let me just make one thing clear. Rats have to be extremely brave to live next to a dog grooming salon for a start. <laughs> Especially when we have a lot of terriers that come in. And number two, we're not actually open right now. Um, so what we decided to do was we wanted to build a, um, like a little shed in our back garden. Little did my partner know that it came in a massive flat pack that was loads of cardboard boxes. So him and my dad over the last four weeks have been systematically trying to build this shed. <laughs> what did he think it came in? That it came ready built? Well, he, he, right. I'll tell you how it happened. You know, have you ever seen that episode of Friends where Ross carries the sofa up the stairs because he doesn't want to pay for delivery? I don't watch Friends. I didn't like it. Um, I think I'm going to have to find a new host to host whip it out with me because Sophie clearly is not as cool as I thought she was. Well, to be honest, okay, I hated it growing up. Like, it was my friend, my best friend's, like, she loved it. She watched it on repeat. I could never get it. And I never found it funny. But recently, because I think there's nothing on telly, I've been tempted to watch an episode. So how about I watch one episode between now and next week and I'll give you some feedback. Right, I think, right, from everybody listening to this podcast right now, if I say the word pivot, do you know what that means? Yeah, I know what that means because I've heard so many people say it as if it's hilarious, especially on the camera going up and down those stairs. So many people were saying it. I don't Is it funny? Yeah, it's funny. But anyway, for that episode, right, he will, the reason that he carries his, his sofa up them stairs is because he's too cheap to pay for delivery. In walks my partner who didn't want to pay for somebody to erect his shed. He thought... Erect his what? Erect his what? <laughs> Me and my father-in-law can put this up. Honestly, it's like the Chuckle Brothers. They have spent the last four weeks and it's still not done. Um, so they've been systematically unpacking these flat packs and long story short is the cardboard boxes in our back garden, in our property behind a nine foot fence. Well, a nine foot gate that only opens when I go and do the school run. 
so yeah environmental health came around and i said it's literally mate, it's literally just cardboard boxes and he went well i told that it was told that it was a lot of waste and food and that it would ha it had the potential to attract rats and i went go and have a look and he went love i don't need to i can see there's no problem here and i was just like in again is the next complaint and we just keep getting harassed we can't be left to live our lives i can't be the only one who has to go through this absolute nightmare so we want to know if anybody else has nightmare neighbours, especially, I think it's we more... Neighbors. We But we just want to know neighbours' stories. Neighbours become good friends. Beautiful. That was absolutely magical. And I've never watched an episode of Neighbours. <laughs> there we go. You have to watch that? Well, no, I didn't watch either. No. I know the song. But I know the song. Though, friends, you need to have a word with yourself. Do you know what Friends is for me? Friends is my poolie programme. Do you have a poorly program? I have maybe a poorly family, not a poorly family. A poo I don't know what you say. Why do you have a poor, a poorly? Sorry, I got distracted by the poorly, poorly. Yeah. I don't understand why you say poorly. Poorly sounds like you're having a poo followed by a wee. Poorly. Well, what, what do you say? Poorly. Oh, well, it's poorly to me, but it's my, it's my, it's, it's my poorly program. So right. it's one of them things where if I'm feeling really crap or I've been sick or I've got a bug or whatever it is, I will sit and I'll put on friends because it just makes me feel happy. And it's my hangover program as well. Right. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. And maybe I'll be shouting pivot at the top of my lungs by next week. We'll at see. Anytime you have to carry anything up the stairs, you will shout pivot. I guarantee you. <laughs> okay guys so we want to know your neighbor stories um funny ones awful ones let us feel your pain um for me i've had some interesting neighbors we had to report one of our neighbors to the police before now not in my house in next to one of our salons um and cctv was an absolute savior for us because we um, have it on CCTV, CCTV, him being aggressive and he's not given us any jip since. So you have CCTV, don't you, as well? You've got some of your property so you can show that and yeah. Yeah. use it. Them. It's so hard, isn't it, when it's your word against someone else. So CCTV definitely helps to back it up. Mm. Um, and it's a calm before the storm, Nick. Next week everyone's starting to go back if you haven't been working you're probably going back and then the busiest time of the year who is ready for the Christmas rush I think to be honest I I actually think that I'm in the minority of people who have closed over, over November um yeah. and it's for no other reason other than well there wasn't I, I didn't want to <laughs> I was trying to think of a really good I was just like, do you know what? I'm really busy with the Whippet. So I'm gonna take this month before Christmas and try and catch up with the Whippet and get 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 with get on with some work and keep close until December the second. So yeah, CBA. So I think I am in the minority of people who have closed. Um and I know that there's quite a few people who have just been doing strictly welfare grooms only. So I think a lot of people are back in the swing. But obviously, whether you're back in the swing or not, December is coming. It is coming up fast. It's crept up on me like creeping Jesus. I have all of a sudden just woke up and I've done no Christmas shopping. Uh, so are you ready for Christmas? We want to know. 
Yeah, we want to know. And this week it's Black Friday. So remember to get on all those websites and have a little look what everyone's offering. We're going to start a post right now um, on the groomer group um, asking everyone that's got a deal to post it on that post. And if you know of anyone doing a deal, post it there so we can all help each other to get the best deals we can i can't believe the deals that are going around like black friday wasn't a thing a few years ago was it nick like now it's mad absolutely mad um to start those deals off good old uh, sophie here also known as dale boy um, <laughs> i want to give you a code um for the cleany teeth so it's an ultrasound dental um toothbrush that you can use in your salons to make a lot more money and we are giving you a 10 percent off voucher just for you whip it out guys so it's whip it out is the code and i will post the website in a link underneath this so is it all one word do they have to do it in capital letters no, it's all one word and capitals, non-capitals, it will work. And you can get 10% off everything. So that includes like a full kit um, or you can even go for the professional package and you get even more stuff on the webinar, whatever you want to get, you get 10% off, which is a big saving when you're spending like 300 and something pounds on the professional kit. You can save it nearly 40 pounds, which is amazing. So go and check that out. Um, and let us know any other Black Friday deals out there because this is time for everyone to get a bargain, I think. Have you got any Black Friday deals? Like, have you, have you bought anything on Black Friday deals? Um, not yet, not yet. But um, I think... I so money's a bit tight at the moment because uh, I haven't been working as much um but my husband keeps saying we keep running out of money at the end of the month and we're going into our savings like because we've got savings for our extension and I promised him this month I wasn't going to spend too much hmm. uh -oh. and Friday's coming but I just think it's so cheap like everyone's offering a deal like how can you not buy like are shopper are you a proper shopper no I hate shopping in person and I think that's because if I'm completely honest it's because if I'm buying clothes for myself I'm not very body confident and therefore I don't like it because I just feel rubbish about myself I think if I was in a better place I would enjoy doing that I definitely did in my 80s and 80s 18s and 19s I used to spend so much money shopping and I loved it um but yeah, however, shopping for other people and gifts, I love doing. Um, but I am going to try and make a lot of gifts this year. So, and you are too, aren't you? If you're like, oh. I'm making gifts this year, um, getting my craft on. But do you know what I'm looking for on Black Friday? Hopefully somebody knows a code for me or can find something out for me. I really need some more combs, grooming combs. 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 I need some combs. Um, yeah, I'm sure someone will help you out. I'm sure there'll be some comb deals going around there. So if you know of a Black Friday deal, get hold of Nick. So what we want from you each week is we've gone and we found one this week, but we wanted to send you, uh, we wanted to send you, we didn't want to send you anything. We wanted you to send us your client story. So this one, this little excerpt that we've got is, we want to know whether you're in the right or they were in the right, or if you're not sure who's in the right, what is your story to do with your client? So to give you an idea, here's our first one and our little jingle. It's time for... 
the client story of the week. So this one is from a anonymous grooming group. I'm not going to say the person's name just in case they don't want to be known. But she got a text from a customer and there is a backstory to it. So the backstory is that they had a 12-year-old colleague come in and the owner informed them that he had a week back. Um, obviously, was the usual old arthritis. He so he laid down the entire time. He did attempt to lay him on his side to dry the belly, but he resisted after a few times. He gave up and did what he could. He didn't brush him out or finish him because the dog had had enough. So they then got a text message from the owner, which said, hello, blank. We wanted to tell you what's happening with the dog. He's still not able to get up on his own. Today I went to somewhere, I'm guessing this is a shop, to buy rubber booties for him, hoping it would help with getting up and down. It has helped some. We have all hardwood floors, which are a little slippery for him with the wobbliness on his legs. I have to lift up his back quarters to get him up. Because he was doing so poorly on Friday, poorly, poorly, whatever, the vet put him on Predinison to help him with the swelling in his spine. He said the injury is in the neck and he knows this because all four legs are having trouble walking, standing and getting down. He didn't eat for a few days, but the Predizone has helped with that problem. And this is the bit that the guy or girl wants um, some advice on. I would like to know if you have any insurance that may help with the vet bills. It's about $300 now. Thank you. And please call me for the information you will need for the insurance papers. What? So this customer has a dog that is, by your own admission, already quite ill in terms of it's had a bad spine. And she is basically saying that the groomer had irritated that injury or degeneration whatever it is and now wants help with the vet spills because the groomer has apparently inflamed the situation so the owner has the the owner of the grooming salon has said i don't know whether to pay the vet bill but how do i tell her that i can't pay it without sounding heartless and unprofessional what do you think just say no mate like (laughs) I think I would just respond by saying something like, hi, blah, blah. Um, I'm really sorry to hear that the dog isn't very well. Unfortunately, as it is a pre-existing issue, it isn't something that I can um, be held liable for um, as it isn't something that I have caused um, by being negligent when grooming. Um, I hope... The dog feels better soon. Um, many thanks. And then if they responded, then I would say, um, I'll just pass it on to my insurance. The insurance are going to say no. Yeah. I think that's always a really good get out clause is to always use your insurance and just say, yeah. look, I'm really sorry my insurance won't cover that. Or like you said, just pass it on to them and let the insurance deal with them and say, yeah. no. the customers. That way you don't have to have that awkward conversation with what could be a very regular and good client of yours because it must be really difficult especially if you have a really good relationship with an owner and dog who you know you've seen it over the years degenerate 
affect and get ill and get the aches and pains and arthritis and the owner hasn't got insurance and that other option would be that the dog gets put to sleep and I can see where the groomers coming from that you know you do want to help as much as possible and you don't want to see have to see somebody get the dog put down because they can't afford vet bills that's the worst case scenario isn't it but yeah. I mean the woman I'm assuming must be that desperate to even ask that question yeah yeah it's so hard isn't it because a lot of you groomers out there are making these decisions on your own and it's very easy to feel very attacked and lonely and worried when something like this happens so I know a lot of groomers that would probably just pay because they're worried about a bad review or someone being nasty about them on the internet but I think we've got to remember that there is there is people out there that would just take advantage of people and it's it's not your fault that that dog had that condition before they came in um obviously we would never want to hurt an animal in our care um but I think always going to your insurance company and asking for help and asking them their advice on how to react would definitely help rather than just hearing what me and Nicole think because as much as we don't like it we're, we're not always right speak for yourself <laughs> but our client story of the week guys we want it to be um a time for you to send it in we can offer advice or we can have a giggle about something that's happened whether it's embarrassing whether it's hilarious whether it is shocking whether it is just something that you need some help and advice with we want to share my my one that i would love for somebody to ask is that dear nicole and sophie I have a really good client of mine who's asked me out on a date. I do not want to go out on a date with him. How do I let him down gently? Well, here's your advice. <laughs> this is what I want. These are the types of stories we want. We want to have a chat about it. We want to discuss it. We want to know specific details, as much details as you can give us. So make sure that if you do have a question, you can either message us on the WhatsApp. If you want to... Um, Oh, Sophie, I swear to God, you keep, like, I'm going to have to like keep inputting this in like three different times because you just want me yeah. to spend all day editing things. Yeah. Just people, yeah. right, here, here it is again for Sophie's benefit. Don't forget to send us a WhatsApp message or a voice note on 07520 697. <laughs> you love it, right? Like, love it. Uh, there was a, a moment there where I started shouting at Sophie and she looked like a little kicked puppy and I felt really guilty for shouting at her. <laughs> it is funny, isn't it? It's funny how everyone's... Um, I feel like some people react very differently around me because I'm I'm not a swearer. Um, and I like, like it's funny because I've got a new girl in this week and she's sworn a couple of times and it shocked me because no one swears around me. And she's sworn a couple of times and I, she... She obviously will soon get to know that I don't swear. Um, hence why every time she's probably sworn, I've gone, oh, <laughs> like a little English um, flower <laughs> blown in the wind. <laughs> I love how you say, Sophie. Nobody ever swears around me. Like two of your best friends is Nicole Evans and Ryan Lee. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. But like in a professional setting, I think like they're just like, like, at um, our salons, um, my sister swears, not not a lot, but the girls feel quite comfortable to swear around her. Whereas when, like none of them will swear around me, really. Um, I remember when one of them said 
swore, swore in front of me. I was really shocked they swore. I didn't realise they swore because they were just such a good, goody two shoes around me. They were just such good girls. <laughs> such good girls. They were raised yeah. right. <laughs> Amen. Whereas I was okay. dragged up in the north. <laughs> you were dragged up. <laughs> um, so that's it for today. Um, we hope you've enjoyed the podcast again. So what we want to know for next week, we've got a couple of things we're asking of you. So don't be lazy. Get yourselves on Facebook. We want to hear about neighbour disputes. We want to hear your client stories. And we want you to guess that sound. So make sure that you're very active on social media with your chance to win a Whip It mug. So that's all from us today. So Whip It At. Thank you for listening to the Whip It Out podcast with Nicole and Sophie. Don't forget to like and subscribe.